Okay, great. So we're going to make a little start. Um, so this is all about that base. Who was here yesterday? Great, some of you. So can you remember, we talked about the Shard, that building in London that's really, really tall and pointy at the top. Um, and can you remember how deep the foundations of the Shard were? It was 53 metres. So we talked about how this hall is 30 metres. So it's nearly double as wide as this hall is. That's how deep the foundations are. And we want to teach you about foundations this week. We want to teach you about building your lives well and starting off well and building deep with God. So God's going to do some good stuff in you this morning and help you build strong foundations that hopefully are going to help you for the rest of your lives to build well. And God's going to do that. So his Holy Spirit is going to work in you as, uh, as the seminar is happening. And that's what we're praying for. Um, I just want to pray for Sandeep before we start and Martin. These guys are going to be leading this seminar Um, So I'm going to hand over to them in a second, but let's just pray. Yeah, Father God, I thank you for uh, all that these guys are going to say. I thank you for their preparation, and I pray that all of our hearts would be open to hear what you're going to say and to let you speak to us uh, through this seminar. God, I pray that you would change our lives and help us build deep foundations this morning. For your glory, God. Amen. Cool. So I thought I'd ask these guys a few questions in case you don't know enough about them. I think we know quite a lot about Martin this morning. We know what he looks like covered in pink glitter. We know what he looks like soaking wet. We know what he looks like being crazy. Um, so just quickly tell us, so uh, Sandeep, you just recently had something exciting happen this year since the last new day. What was that? I got married. Woo! Where's Rianne? Where's Miss, Mrs. Sandeep? <laughs> Woo! She's a lucky lady. Uh, so Sandeep got married. Um, and whereabouts do you live, Sandeep? I live in Hillingdon, West London. Bruh. Nice. Any other Hillingdon, Hillingdonites here? Yeah. Woo, great. Um, Martin, whereabouts are you from? I'm from Canterbury. I don't think there's anyone. Yeah, there you are. Excellent. Great. Um, and uh, so what, what do you do for a living, Sandeep? Are you uh, full-time 12 to 14, sir? I'm not. No, I have got the most exciting job in the world. I'm a trainee accountant, everyone. Yeah. Woo! He's living the dream. He's a clever guy. He's a clever guy. Just, but just out of interest, um, where are you going? On, are you going on holiday this year? Yeah, I am going on holiday this year. I'm and where, whereabouts are you going? This time next week, I'll be in Barbados, baby. Oh yeah! <laughs> so being an accountant pays off. Uh, <laughs> and Martin, <laughs> Martin, what do you do week to week? Uh, I work for my church in Canterbury. And whereabouts are you going on holiday this year? We went to the we went to uh, Chesterfield last week. Woo-hoo! The north of England, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> great. Okay, hopefully you've got to know these guys a little bit better through that. And I'm going to hand over to them, and they're going to lead us this morning. Yes. So thank you for coming. Um, again, I've I've lost my voice already. So. It's going to sound even lower than it normally sounds, unfortunately. So this seminar is called Learning to Fight. Everyone go, hi-ya! A bit louder, hi-ya! That's it! Well done. So, in the battle of life, through the highs and the low, we have a secret weapon, everyone. And that secret weapon is prayer. So praying is just talking to God having a conversation with God. And we are going to teach you about praying. We're going to do three different things. Martin's going to talk about the foundations 
of why we pray. I'm going to talk about formula because um, I'm an accountant. Love a bit of formula um, and how we pray. And then guess what we're going to do? We are going to pray all together. So by the end of this seminar, I want you all to be prayer warriors. Yeah, prayer warriors. I'm going to quickly talk about my sort of prayer journey. I, this just came to me. I'm just going to do it, whatever. Um, so I was, I guess my parents, I was born into a Christian family. My parents taught me how to pray. Um, my mum said, this is how you pray. This is what you do. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. And so I did that until I, probably I came to, to New Day in 2004. Who was born in 2004? Oh, gosh. I was 12, which is way younger than how Martin was that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was 12. I was in the 12 to 14s when they were running 12 to 14s, which is funny. Um, and then 2005, um, we had New Day in Nottingham, and we were at the stadium, and my friend Dan is here. Hi, Dan. Um, and I really learned how prayer was powerful. So we have a friend called Joe Eccles, um, and he has a severe nut allergy, or he had a severe nut allergy, and I wonder where this story's going. Um, he had a severe nut allergy, and we prayed for him. Adrian Holloway, why don't you pray for someone who needs healing? Joe put his hand up. We prayed for him. He came back to where we lived in Surrey, and he ate a nut. In faith, he stepped out, and he said, I'm going to have a nut. I'm going to do it. And he ate a nut, and he was healed. And we were like 13 at the time. I could not believe this. So that's when I learned how prayer was powerful. Prayer is powerful. Prayer works, guys. And so then I carried on praying. I was the type of guy, I like talking. So when you're, I don't know if you've ever been to a prayer meeting, I like to get it in first straight away. Like, I'm going to pray, and then I don't have to pray for a bit. So, because I had words, I was good at words, so I thought, I'm going to pray. And that's how I thought. I thought, because I'm good at words, I'm going to pray. And that's not really how it is. And then I um, got engaged to lovely Rianne, and, and I was really scared about getting married, really quite worried. And then I really learned how to pray and dig deep and actually listen from God and prayer like that. And then I found it hard to have the words to pray recently. Very recently, I've sort of, I don't know, and I'm still going through that a bit, guys. I'm still going through, like, when someone asks me to pray, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to pray. And it's strange. And that's, I was going through that. And then Stephen was like, oh, why don't you talk on prayer? So I was like, okay, I better pray more. Um, so that's little. So it's journey. Prayer is a is a journey, guys. So we're going to teach you about that. Martin's going to talk about foundations and why we pray. Here we go, Martin. Okay, everybody, jump up to your feet and get into pairs. Come on, you're young. Jump. Have we got our pairs? Cuddle your partner. Give them a big cuddle. Show them you love them. What was that? That was like a kind of weird little pat thing going on there. Give them a big cuddle. Come on. Okay, number yourselves one and two. If you've got three in your group because you can't count, count, number yourselves one, two, and three, okay? Right. Okay, ready? Number ones, I want you to stand, plant your feet firmly on the floor and stand as strong as you can. Number two and three, if you're both in there, I want you to try and push them over gently. Okay, ready? Go. Oh, he lost. Okay, stop. <laughs> Some are stronger than others. Okay. 
Switch over. Number twos, I want you to stand on one leg. Okay, and, then, and number three, stand on one leg if you're in a group of three. And number ones, you've got to try and push them both over. Go! Okay, everyone sit down. Quick question. What was easier to stand up when being pushed? Was it with both feet on the ground or with one foot? <laughs> one. <laughs> For most of us, it was probably when we had two feet on the ground, okay? When we approach prayer, we have to get the foundations right before we do anything. Because if we can get the foundations right, our prayer life is strong no matter what comes our way. When life gets hard and things try and push us over, our prayer life can carry on. Who finds prayer easy? Put your hand up if you think, man, prayer is so easy. I just love it. Yeah, there's a few prayer warriors amongst us. I like that. Good on you. Who finds prayer tough? Who, who finds prayer hard? Most of us, yeah. I think... For lots of us, we find prayer quite difficult. And so what I want to do is just very briefly, I want to show you some key foundations that will help us when we're thinking about prayer. So if you've got your Bibles, wave them in the air like you just don't care and go, ooh, ooh. Excellent. And then open them to the book of Luke, chapter 11. If you don't know where Luke is, go to the middle of your Bible, roughly, and then go right. And you'll find him. It goes Matthew, Mark, Luke. They're the New Testament. Four books in the Gospel. Luke is the third one. Um, in my Bible, it's page 869. I don't know if that will help you or not, but uh, you can try. When you found it, I want you to shout, Luke. Great, you're all there already. Easy. Okay, chapter 11, yeah? Shout out 11 when, you're the, when you found chapter 11. Oh, you're so quick. Amazing. We are going to read what Jesus taught us about prayer. Okay, you ready? Here is what he says. Now Jesus, this is verse 1, was praying in a certain place. And when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So at this point, Jesus has been with his kind of followers for a little while. He's clearly very good at praying. They're all thinking, we're rubbish at praying. How comes you're so good and we're so rubbish? Jesus, can you teach us? What are your secrets? What are the, the keys to a, to a strong prayer life like Jesus? And here's what Jesus says. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. Your translation probably says something different, but basically it's the same points there. Three things I want to say about the foundation of prayer that will help us. The first one is when we pray, we need to understand that God is our Father. Okay? When we pray, we're not coming to someone that is angry with us. How many of us... When we do something wrong, and let's face it, we all do stuff that is wrong, or we think stuff that's wrong, or we say stuff that's wrong, find it hard to then pray. Anyone, anyone resonate with that? So if you've done something wrong, and then you, 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 know, you go to church or whatever, and you, you're meant to pray, who finds it hard to pray? How many of us think God's kind of standing there waiting for us to kind of walk into prayer so that he can bang us over the head with a big stick? Because, you know, you know, I saw what you did. I know that you did that wrong. And we carry this guilt in. That's because we've, we've understood who God is. We've misunderstood who he is. And so we're going in thinking he's this angry man in the sky that just wants to tell us off. And so when we approach prayer, we're coming with one leg because we've misunderstood who God is. All we're seeing him is maybe we're thinking God is like our teachers. Do you know what I mean? So if we've done our homework, they welcome us into the classroom with a smile on their face. If we've not done our homework, we're kind of frowned upon and sent to the back and told off or whatever. We can view God in the wrong way. Jesus right at the start is saying, look, the very foundation of prayer is you need to understand it's about a relationship with your Father in heaven. I have a 17-month-old daughter called Annabeth who's just over here playing with her mummy's badge. 
Um, she has no idea I'm talking about her. She hasn't got a clue. Uh, but uh, I absolutely love Annabeth. I love, uh, you know, spending time with her. When she sees me, sometimes she just goes, Daddy, and she just runs over for a hug, and it's one of the most beautiful things. My relationship with Annabeth, as, as she grows older, will be really sad if Annabeth sees me as someone who either she just needs to come to me when she needs something. So the only time Annabeth will talk to me is when she needs something. So the rest of the time, she'll just carry on with her life as normal. She'll uh, avoid me in the house. She won't talk to me. And then when she needs something, maybe she needs some money because she wants to go and buy some sweets. Maybe she needs a lift to get somewhere, whatever it is. Then she comes and talks to her dad. That's not a healthy relationship, is it, between a, a father and a daughter? And actually, for lots of us, that's how we approach our relationship with God. We see him as a vending machine. So we go to God when we need something. So we, you know, we, oh, I need some, I don't know, I need some help because I've got a big test coming or this relationship's hard or I'm finding this tough, so I'll go to God. But when things are going well, we ignore him. Listen, Jesus is saying, firstly, the foundation of prayer is it's about relationship. Enjoy God. You're allowed to enjoy him. You're allowed to talk to him. It's a two-way thing. God isn't some made-up thing. He is a real living father that when we spend time with him, he will spend time with us. When we speak to him, he is speaking to us as well. We can talk and we can listen. It's a two-way conversation. So the first thing is to understand the foundation we've got to lay is that God is our father. He's not angry with us. He's not disappointed with us. He loves us and he wants to welcome us in every time. The second thing is Jesus starts to show us that God is a God who is able. He says, our father, hallowed be your name. That's like honor on your name because you are like the, the greatest of the great you're the best of the best your kingdom come your will be done you are the one who like you are in you know you are awesome you're able to do all of these things give us this day our daily bread forgive us our sins basically we come to a god who is able to help in every circumstance in every situation there's nothing in your life that's too big for god and there's nothing in your life that's too small for god so sometimes when we come to pray we think i won't pray about that thing because actually god can't help me with that Or, I won't pray about that thing because God won't care about that. Listen, Jesus is showing us the second foundation is he's not only our father, but he is able to help in every single situation and circumstance that you face in your life. So if you go through a really difficult time when, you know, everything falls apart around you, you're going through real tough times, prayer can help having a conversation with God, praying to God, he's able to help you. If you're going through really good things and small things happen, prayer is still important in those moments. God is still there. He's still able to help you. So Jesus is saying, look, he's your father who loves you, but he's also your father who's able to help. And then finally we see that Jesus says, look, he's not only those things, but he's also in control. Your kingdom come, your will be done on heaven as it is on earth. Jesus is saying, look, Not only is your father one who loves you and is totally interested in you and wants to help you and and bless you and grow in relationship with you, not only is he able to be involved in every circumstance and situation that you face, but he's also in control of everything. And so when you feel as though everything's going wrong, you're like, God, why is this? You can be real with him. You can say to him, Dad, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why this has happened to me, but I trust that you're in control. And he can show you those things. If we get those foundations right, what it means is that as we start to look at the formula of prayer, it helps us. Because otherwise, what we think is prayer is just going to God with our long list of things, you know, our Christmas list of stuff that we need, like Santa Claus that we write to once a year telling him what we want. Or he's a tooth fairy that just comes to take our tooth and leave a bit of money. Listen, he is one who's interested in every moment of your life. No matter how old you are, no matter what, you, what is going on in your life, he's interested in it. He's able to help you, and he's in control. Okay, So remember those things as we start to talk about the formula. Those foundations are laid. They help us to have strong feet, which means that we can grow at being those that love Jesus and walk with him. And as Sandeep said, go on that journey of prayer. So Sandeep, why don't you tell us about the formula? So I love an acronym. 
Who loves an acronym? I love an acronym. An acronym is... <laughs> what is an acronym? Of course. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to explain it and then I'll show you what an acronym is. So we have four different ways of parts of the formula to um, explain what prayer is and how we can pray. Um, Martin, can you come up with me quickly? I just want just to not just give an example. Um, so let's say you have been asked to pray for someone. Let's say you need to pray for someone or you're being told to pray. So let's say you're a new day. You know, even at the big top, when they say, oh, wait, why don't you go and pray for someone? Pray for someone next to you. A lot of people are like, okay, I can just do this. But some people might not, might not know how to do it. And that's what we want to teach you. So first form, part of the formula is praise. And we're going, woo! woo! Praise. Enthusiasm is dying. as the So praise. Because God is a God who loves us. We can thank God for everything and for anything. No matter how you're feeling, no matter what you're doing, there is something to be thankful for. Look at creation. Look at life. You're breathing. Thank you, Lord, that we're breathing. Thank you, Lord, that we're alive. Thank you, Lord, for new day. Thank you, Lord, for my mate. What? So we're going to, each time Sandeep's going to tell you, we're then going to put it into practice, okay? So I want you to turn to the person next to you, and I want you to tell them something that you want to just praise God about, something that he's amazing for. It might be something you've seen today. It might be just something that you're amazed by. Turn in pairs and just say to each other, what is it that you want to praise God for right now? Go. So I'll show you an example of praise. So, Lord, we want to thank you for Martin. Thank you, Lord, that you have given. That it's his birthday. <laughs> thank you, Lord, that he's lived 30 years. <laughs> and thank you, Lord, that you know him and you love him. Lord, we give you all the praise. Amen. Amen. So next point, R, P, R. Oh, where's this going? Is receive. Everyone go, ah, like you receive something. Ah, so as Martin, well done. As Martin was saying, God has given us the ability and the desire and the want and the need to come before him. And without, you know, no matter how we're feeling, no matter what we've done, he forgives us. He's, he's given us his forgiveness. So sometimes I struggle as well when I know I've like, lied or been angry and then I've got to pray. It's like, oh, I can't be bothered to pray. I'm not feeling this. But actually, we have received his forgiveness already. So no matter how we're feeling, we can come to the throne of the Father and lay how we're feeling down because God has given us his forgiveness. So we have, can receive his forgiveness and then we can carry on and ask him what we want. So receive, receive. What, Martin, what, what, what have you got for them to do? <laughs> Good question, Sandy. What should we do for this one? In your pairs, turn to each other and just say, how are you feeling today in terms of in, in your kind of relationship with God? Do you feel as though things are going well? Do you feel as though actually at the moment your relationship with God is a little bit cold? Okay, just talk that through in terms of how do you feel right now? Okay. It's very important that when we pray to God, we're really honest with him so we don't just pretend we're okay when we're not okay. So, for example, Sandeep's okay. He's not, <laughs> he's not falling apart. But if I was to say to Sandeep, Sandeep, how are you feeling right now in your relationship with God? Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling quite good. I think this morning I really enjoyed Simon's talk, um, and I feel God's going to teach me more about faithfulness throughout the week. Right. Um, so I'm feeling good. Yeah. yeah. So then, so then I could pray for Sandeep, couldn't I? And I could pray 
thank you that today Sandeep has received the, the forgiveness that you got for him. He knows that he's forgiven. He knows that he's loved. He's, he's enjoying who you are and what you've got for him. And I pray that you'd continue to bless that. Or it might be, he might have said to me, do you know what, I'm really struggling today. I just feel quite distant from God. I can pray for him there. Look, would he receive the love of God? Would he receive the knowledge again afresh today that he is totally forgiven, that you're not angry with him, that you love him, that you're for him? It helps us when we're praying. We can do that for ourselves and we can do that for others as well as we go. Um, next part is A. Ask everyone and go, excuse me. Excuse me. You can just say that to God if you want. Excuse me, God. I want you to do this for me. And so throughout life, you can ask. So what tends to happen, as Martin was saying, when you first think about praying, is like, okay, in the movies, people come and they sit beside their bed, kneeling, and they, Lord, Lord, I pray, I pray, I pray, asking, 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 asking. But now once we've praised and know how good our God is, and once we've received his forgiveness and know that we're forgiven, we can ask him what we want to ask him. So it doesn't matter what, to be honest, it doesn't really matter what you ask him. Whatever you're feeling, you can ask God and be honest about God, be honest with God. So why don't you turn the person next to you and say, you know, what, what do you want from God? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm asking God to take this glitter off of my body. That's my prayer for, for the rest of this week. Lord, give me new skin. What is it that you, you want to ask God for? Jesus doesn't shy away from us asking God for stuff, but it's just we need to understand who he is before we ask. So what is it you want from God? Great. Good one. We've got patience over here being shouted out. He's so impatient, he had to shout it out. We need to pray for him. God is a God of, of power. We believe that when we ask God, he can do it for us. In Jesus' name. And it doesn't have to be super spiritual things as well. Like, let me, let me, let me model it for you. Lord, I pray for great weather for the rest of this week. And I pray for a great weather in Barbados with me and my wife. In, your, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, and why, O-P-R-A-Y, what does that spell? Pray, thank you. Thank you, my youth group. Uh, why is you? Sometimes you may be asked to pray for someone and you might be just sort of a giving person where all you do is pray for your family, your friends, or whoever. But actually, it's your own personal relationship with God that matters for God and you. It's your own personal relationship. So this one, we're just going to sit in silence for about 30 seconds. And I want you to pray and think about your own personal relationship with God. Okay, three, two, one, silence. Thank you, guys. So, well, first one, praise, uh, receive, <laughs> receive, ask, and you. Okay, so that's the formula we're gonna do. So, I, we're gonna also talk about a couple of top tips on how to pray efficiently and effectively. 
efficiently uh, <laughs> and effectively and all the time. So um, we're not going to turn to the Bible. I'm not sure how much time we've, we've got. But um, there's a story in Matthew where Jesus, who is the son of God, is out all day and he's healing and he's praying. And he's, you know, getting demons out of people and he's healing injuries or whatever. And he's tired. Jesus is tired. And still more people come. And Jesus is tired. Yes, Jesus gets tired. So it's okay if we're tired. Um, and then Jesus goes to sleep. And the next day, he's up early. And what is he doing? He's praying. Jesus, does Jesus need to pray? Well, he's God. He's the son of God. So he's got like pretty good line to God. But still, he needs to pray. How much more do we need to pray? So that's, that's why I, when I was preparing that, I, I remember this. I think we taught our youth group this. Actually, if Jesus has to do it and pray when he is God, We've got to do it and pray as well. So here's a little top tips on things we can pray. Number one, pray all the time. Pray all the time. You don't have to be super spiritual about it. It doesn't have to you know, do it at the end of the day or do it in the morning. You can pray while you're walking. I remember two years ago, Simon Redding was doing the 12 14s talk, and he talked about going off in the woods and walking and praying, and God showed him promises about his life. God shows him how his life's going to map out. And that's just talking to God. And he was doing that with walking. Um, so we can do that. When you, when you walk back to your tent today or when you're walking around New Day, one of you just once this week or maybe more, just pray to God. Just pray to God. Or if you're with each other, pray to God as a group while you're walking somewhere. Um, another tip, as well as praying all the time, set a time. Set a time in the morning. Because consistent praying deepens your relationship to God. I often get asked, how do you hear from God? How do you know God's real? How do you hear God's voice? And I say, just talk to him. Just talk to him consistently every single day. Now, it depends what type of person you are, really. Because I am not a morning person. I think my youth group saw that this morning when I walked out bedraggled after a little sleep. And so I tend to pray at night. And I set a time just before I go to bed and pray at night. That hasn't worked for me for the couple of, for recently. And so now my wife has to get up early to go to school. And so as she's getting ready, putting her makeup on already, I'm just trying to pray. So set a time, consistent setting of time. Um, I forgot my other one. <laughs> Have you got one? I... I don't know if you're like me, but I am very easily distracted just as a person in general, no matter what I'm doing. And when I pray, I find that often I get really quickly distracted. So a few things, some people think that to pray means that you've got to kind of, I don't know, sit in a darkened room, you know, with your hands together on your knees and try and last as long as you can. You can pray in lots and lots of different ways. You can pray, as Sandeep said, as you're walking. I find that really helpful as I'm walking to work, as I'm walking home, as I'm... Walking just for the sake of walking, uh, I like to pray. Otherwise, our writing, you can write down your prayers. Sometimes I find that really helpful. I'm not much of a writer, but when I do, I find that actually I'm able to put down what I'm thinking better than I would if I said it, so I can write things down. Uh, I can do it, you know, like post-it notes. So it might be, do you know what I mean? When you're, when you're really in a tough time and you're thinking, I just really want God to help me in these things, post-it notes stuck around your room that when you see, remind you just to fire out a prayer on that thing or for that person. If you're praying for your friends, maybe as a youth group, you're like, let's all pray together. 
together. And so you get each other to write a little thing down of what they want prayer. And you've got that scattered around. You can pray for your friends. There's lots of different ways you can pray, okay? It isn't a kind of one way, this is, this is it, and this is the only way that you can pray. So I want to encourage you guys to be thinking about, make sure you've got the foundation strong. You know who your father is. You know that he loves you. He's able and he's in control. Know the formula. You can praise. You can receive. You can ask. And you can pray for yourself as well. And then be creative in the different ways that you pray. 